0: It was a season that saw seeds planted by a legend bloom on the biggest stage possible. I still think of 2004 as part of the healing from 2001. This has got to be the greatest day of my life. A season that brought out the best. We're right in the middle of this championship so we'll just see what happens at Homestead. And the worst. And now they're tackling one another and a fight is on in the pit area. While crowning a champion in the most suspenseful way. We dodged a huge, huge devastating proposition that would have taken us out of this championship. A racing season that was one of the most impactful in the sports history. There's so much going on behind the scenes in 04, but the headlines that made the sport continue, I think will be 25 years from now when we're celebrating the 100th, somebody will look at a a yardstick of our history and that'll, 2004 is going to be on there. Motor Racing Network welcomes you to NASCAR Live Presents 2004 Chasing History. It, It had a pretty good runway on it. I know Matt, feels like and we laugh about it or I do, and he, he made me not yet uh, that it was a reaction to him locking up before we got the last race, but we'd had a lot of races or seasons locked up before the last race. It was more about a long conversation, four or five years worth of conversation about the strategy of winning a championship as opposed to the strategy of winning a race. And so, as the pendulum started going in favor of the year-round championship, what we were wanting to do is figure out how to get the pendulum back every weekend. You need to win today, and if your goal is a championship, that's fine. We want you to we want you to be that have that as your goal. But you you need to do it every weekend, a step at a time. I think it all depends how you look at it, right? It's all a matter of perspective. I mean, in, in a way, I guess I would take it as a compliment because the the point system was the same basically for since the beginning of NASCAR, pretty close to it. Maybe there's been a few changes, but for a long, long time, it was the same. And um, and if they want to give me credit for getting it changed, or, or however you want to look at it, um, it was it was really fine with me. It really didn't uh, it really didn't bother me. Everybody on their feet in Daytona. Dale Earnhardt Jr. now with a three car length advantage over Tony Stewart. Dale Earnhardt Jr. looking for the checkers, coming off turn four to the line to settle the Daytona 500. Dale Earnhardt Jr pulls down to the start-finish line. He will win the 46 running of the great American race. He had a great car and we worked great together all day long to try to stay toward the front, try to help each other when we could. And uh, I, I'm, I'm glad, I'm happy as hell to win the Daytona 500 and I'm glad I got to race my buddy Tony Stewart for the win. I'm glad Michael's okay. That was a scary looking accident and uh, this has got to be the greatest day of my life. And the crew chief, Tommy Baldwin Jr. for Casey Kane, has made his way down and is on the war wagon in the face of Tony Stewart's crew chief, Greg Zipidelli. Crew members pushing and shoving. His NASCAR officials get between one another, and now they're tackling one another. And a fight is on in the garage area, in the pit area. The crew members from both sides getting involved. Bobby Labonte's crew coming over. They were pitted nearby teammate Tony Stewart pushing and shoving in the pit area here at Land speedway you know tony stewart and i still laugh about that uh, today but you know they were on a restart there and you know there, there's a little bit more to the story tony and, and casey had some uh had some off-track stuff going on that may or may not involve the young lady i don't know looking for the checker flag last victory back in june of 2000 at pocono pennsylvania tonight in richmond virginia it's jeremy mayfield going back to the winner's circle as he wins the chevy rock and roll 400 already a near disaster and still a potential disaster for kurt bush he got about midway between turns one and two and the car just simply would not turn he did an amazing job to keep the car off the wall Ran literally two inches from the concrete all the way around through turns one and two. Kept it off the wall, immediately headed for pit road. Yeah, Fenning said, all right, all four are back on there. They're tight. We now see that the center section of the wheel came apart from the outer rim. So it was a wheel failure. It wasn't a wheel bearing or something with the hub. So it just gave me the, okay, let's reset and work our way back up. And I don't remember much of the rest of the day until about fifty to go. Kurt Bush not being pressured. Here's Biffle coming into the corner. Greg Biffle all by himself. Biffle's gonna win the battle and Bush will win the war. There's so much going on behind the scenes in 04, but the headlines that that made the sport continue I think will be twenty-five years from now when we're celebrating the hundredth, somebody will look at a a yardstick of our history and that'll two thousand and four is gonna be on there.